Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Welcome to this live feed video podcast uh, for the Disruptive Entrepreneur. This is a caffeine cast, a short, sharp shot in the arm of motivation and inspiration, eight to 12 minutes. And the theme and subject for this caffeine cast live feed is how to think bigger, to grow bigger in seven simple steps. Now, the seven steps I'm going to share with you at the back half of this live feed video podcast. But I believe that you can only be as big as your thinking allows you to be. So whatever this, the limit on your ability to think in terms of scale, maybe it's how many customers you have, could have in your business or how many countries your business is in or how many staff you could have in your business, whatever the limit on your thinking is, is going to be the limit on the scale of A, your business, but B, your ability to grow. So if we can grow the size of your thinking, we can grow the external reality of your results. Now, the good thing about thinking really, 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 really big is there's no competition at the top. It's like there aren't that many people competing with space travel and colonizing Mars with Branson and Elon Musk. It's like that's not a crowded marketplace. That's not a commoditized business like, I don't know, like um, the airline industry or like EasyJet and Ryanair. So the bigger you can start to think, the, the bigger your products and services the less competition there is. Now, of course, I'm not saying quadruple or quintuple your prices immediately and charge £20,000 for something that has a market capital um, cap of, I don't know, £2,000. But if you have the choice between being in a commoditized market and having a commoditized think thought process, i.e. large, large kind of volume, but low margin, low cost, then you're always very thin. In margin, yes, but also in your ability to grow, to scale, uh, you're at risk of regulationary or market changes. So whatever business you're in, if you can create a much higher level of product, service, information, intellectual property that is considerably bigger than your competitors, whilst there's downside to that, a major upside is that there's no competition at the top, there's no limit on your price, and you'll attract the biggest customers with the biggest wallets, who will in turn be the biggest thinkers, who will in turn refer the biggest thinkers and the biggest customers with the biggest wallets. All right, so if you imagine you have a really, really big vision or dream, now some people are gonna ridicule you for that, and I'll come to that in a minute, but if you have a big vision and a big dream, and you get part way there, that is significantly better than getting all the way to a tiny vision or solution to a very small problem. So the, 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 the ironic or the, the inverse de-risking of thinking big to grow big is that the bigger you think, the closer to the bigger the thought, the vision or the goal, the bigger the reality compared to a smaller thought process or vision. The next thing then to talk about before we get to the seven steps is that people are not inspired and motivated and enthused and passionate about small thinkers. So people who think small, talk small, talk about people rather than ideas. People aren't inspired by those kind of people and you will alienate yourself from big thinkers, big achievers, 
and just attract those smaller thinkers if you have a small thought process. So if you can move your thought from people and things to vision and ideas, and you can grow the range of your thinking, then you'll attract other visionaries and bigger thinkers and thought leaders and whatever else you want to call it, which will have massive implications to your network, your net worth, your business, your customer base, etc. So if you really want to inspire, move and motivate people, you've got to increase the capacity of your thinking to be able to attract them. A bit like, you know, the messages in your marketing attract the right type of client or customer. Now, there's something that's known in the Silicon Valley world as super credibility. And it's like you have a few levels. You have no credibility, no results, no mind space, no one knows you. Then you have kind of a level of credibility, which is kind of believable. You've done something, but not everything. Then maybe you have quite big credibility. But the problem with fairly big credibility is there's a certain amount, certain amount of trumpet blowing or bragging or look at me, I'm better than them or a competitive element to kind of, you know, a high level of credibility. And you may have that in your niche or industry and that has downsides. But there's something called super credibility that our American friends call it which is where what you're achieving and inspiring to do, like intergalactic travel or electric cars or something like that, if you've got this wild vision, which is like unbelievable and so hard to achieve, yet because it's so big, people go, wow, that's amazing. I'm inspired by that. I want to kind of jump on the train and and follow you along. So So it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Because if you've got good credibility, great credibility and super credibility, super credibility isn't proven at all. It's wild. It's kind of dreamy. But big thinkers are inspired by that that high level of credibility. So you can kind of push it up to an unbelievable level as long as you're telling the truth. And you'll you'll attract those super credible people in turn. I'm not saying Elon Musk and Richard Branson and Mark Zuckerberg are going to be knocking on your door. Maybe they are. But hey, you're not going to attract them if you don't increase your level of credibility. So it's something to think about, super credibility. I'm not saying by lying by how big your results are and saying things that you haven't done. I'm saying the, the, the scale, the grandioseness, if that's a word, of your vision. Make it bigger. Make it more inspiring. Make it solving huge problems. Make it intergalactic, global or at least bigger than your um, nondescript town city of Peterborough, which is where I live. All right, then. So you want to attract great people. Having super credibility is a great way to do that. Now, the bigger you think, it forces you to think bigger. And therefore, it has a a kind of like the dog chasing the tail. It has a, a cyclical benefit. You want to think bigger. You think bigger. You train your brain to think bigger. Next time you need to think bigger, you're already at a bigger level because The brain, once it's expanded itself to think in a bigger capacity, can't then unthink it and then can't reduce back to a level not having known what it just thought of as big. You know, if you imagine someone that you don't really like that much is jumping up and down in front of you naked and shaking around, you know, you can't unsee that. They could put their clothes back on, but you can't see that. Yeah, that's not the best analogy, but maybe I won't edit it out. But the point is, you can't, if you can't unsee things, you can't unthink things. So you force yourself to think bigger, and often to think bigger is just to think different, or to think creative, or to think quirky, or to ask a better question. You force yourself to do that. The next time you're in a bigger problem, or a bigger solution, or a bigger situation with bigger thinkers, your brain has expanded, and it'll have a new level, a higher level of kind of ability to think. It trains you to handle bigger risk too. So the bigger your thought process, the bigger your kind of um, capacity to risk, you're able to take on more risk, de-risk, and therefore not live within this small inoculated shell, but of course not getting anywhere or growing. Now, the, the levels of change, if you like, or inspiration you have, which is linked to the level of your thinking, kind of goes from 
serving yourself, to serving your family, to serving your friends, to serving your local community, to serving your town or city, to serving your state or your county, to serving serving your nation, to serving your Europe, America, continent, to serving your planet, to serving other planets, to serving other galaxies. All right, so some of that seems far-fetched, but, you know, there are people like Elon Musk and Richard Branson who are thinking intergalactically now, Virgin Galactic, as well as Virgin Atlantic. So if you increase the sphere of your influence and your marketing and your persuasion and your reach and your customer base from personal to familial to social to communal to county or state to country to continent to globe and beyond, your your thoughts, therefore your results, increase in line. So simply targeting different geographical areas or expanding your Facebook ads into different areas for for a specific example, or just thinking about how can I help people in other counties, nations, continents, not just in my language, like again, translated into different languages, and that will force your growth. Okay, so let's go to these seven steps for thinking bigger to grow bigger. And I think seven is probably the most important, so stay with me. So number one is... If you want to force yourself to think bigger, the quickest, easiest shortcut to think bigger is to be around people who think bigger because they teach you to feel bigger. You think that it's kind of weird and you're ostracized if you think small and you talk about people rather than vision and ideas and you complain instead of brainstorm. So build a network of big thinkers and in turn, that will force you to think bigger. It's probably the easiest shortcut to do that. Number two is if you reduce the risk first, then you have freedom and liberation to think and grow bigger. So a very uh, famous example, which was really smart, when Richard Branson got into the airline industry, everyone thought he took these huge risks, and, you know, all these big planes that cost hundreds of millions of pounds, I don't know what they cost, but you know, it's a huge risk, massive attrition, huge captive, you know, huge um, competitive market. Well, he sort of leased the plane rather than bought it, uh, and which he had a, a give back option if his business didn't grow. So the capital tied up in the plane was ring fenced and protected. So he de-risked it. So then he could kind of grow his vision. So reduce the risk and the downside first, and then you give yourself freedom. You know, so it's, it's a bit like if you, I don't know if you ever play golf when you play the Texas scramble, but you all hit a shot. And if the best player hits a shot first and puts it pretty close, then the other three players get a chance to have a go and take a risk. And that's what you want to do in your business to help yourself think bigger. Number three, then, is your brain has a capacity of which it will think, and it has like an outer sphere. It protects you, but it also stops you. It keeps you comfortable, but it stops you from growing. So if you can force yourself beyond that sphere of comfort, then you will expand that sphere of comfort. How do you do that? When you get to the edge, you get to your blind spots, your brain becomes fatigued, you feel fear, or you're brainstorming and you've run out of ideas, just push yourself through it. You know, a bit like you're doing a workout session, you do an extra couple of uh, reps at first, then an extra set, then you load another plate on, you do a bit more and more and more. And before, the, what was at first your one rep max is now your warm-up set. And that's what you do with your thinking. So when you feel yourself getting to the boundary, and let me remind you, you'll feel fear, you'll feel discomfort, you might have run out of ideas, etc. You might feel frustrated. Just push yourself, whether it's a minute or five minutes or 10 minutes or two more ideas or trying something quirky or different or like they, he says in Think and Grow Rich, try and think like someone else thinks and imagine you're them and look at solving the problem as if you're them. If you train yourself to do that, your thinking goes bigger, 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 bigger and so do your results. Which leads us on to number four. 
of the seven steps, which is to study the big thinkers, study the big things that the big thinkers have produced. So for example, I love looking around huge, amazing buildings. I mean, cathedrals where people must have died building them, you know, amazing architecture that was kind of disruptive or innovative, or you go and see amazing art, or you see the physical outcome. Maybe you, you study apartheid and you look what some of the people who broke that achieved. You know, look what Nelson Mandela went through by being captive for decades. If you study them and you see how they grew through those extreme challenges and you see the physical results of what they went through, it makes you seem, it seem worth to go through the struggle because there's always going to be more struggle the bigger the thinker. Hence why most people want, don't want to do it. You know, if you have a huge business, you're going to get more lawsuits, more subpoenas. You know, you're going to get all these kind of things. Whereas if you expand your network and the, the vicarious lessons from other people who've solved bigger problems, which are bigger than yours, you know, people who, for example, Viktor Frankl, who survived in the concentration camps, you know, when you think about the, the scale of his problems and then how he turned it into a huge solution by writing books and helping other people, that kind of reduces the size of your problem and increases the size of your thinking. I love seeing art, anything creative, which inspires me to think bigger, to do bigger, you know, some masterpieces that might have taken tens of thousands of hours to paint or produce, for example. All right, number five then. If you want to increase the size of your thinking to increase the size of your results, solve more meaningful problems. Serve more people. So the bigger the scale of your problem, the more meaningful that is, the more people it helps, serves, solves, cares for. It forces you to think bigger because there'll be bigger challenges related to that. And look how Bill Gates has morphed from being a, a typical capitalist in a commercialized enterprise of Microsoft and make, becoming billion, a billionaire, and now focusing, focusing most of his time on trying to rid the world of polio and poverty and his foundation. You know, that, that, that will really have expanded his thinking, his reach, his network, the people that he's attracted to him, that might have stood against him when he was a typical capitalist. So that's something that you can do, solve more meaningful problems for more people. Number six of the seven things is to think bigger and grow bigger, but in smaller increments. So, you know, if you go too big, too hard, too fast, and then the reaction is you fail because you're likely to, the, um, the kind of the inbuilt lesson might be, I'm not doing that again. And you don't, want to, you don't want to put yourself in that position where you took a risk, which was, could lead to something good, but led to something bad, and then you kind of shied away from it. So if you make incremental steps, one quirky idea next time you're brainstorming and you push yourself through your black spot, or if you're writing a book, I've been writing a book with my business partner, Mark Homan. We've been away for 10 days. There's about six of us who are writing books together. And if you just force yourself an extra 15 or 20 minutes each day or an extra smash out those thousand words extra a day, the next day it becomes the norm or a little bit easier. So rather than taking massive gambles, because yes, this um, podcast and video feed is called Think Bigger to Grow Bigger, but it's not called Take Massive Gambles and Fail. So it links to de-risking, but just grow in increments. And then number seven, the final thing is that you have within you an untapped resource latent that can solve any problem because the survival of the human species depends on it and you're not using it because you're too comfortable and that is resourcefulness. So if you take a slightly bigger risk and get yourself out of your comfort zone, you will be forced to be resourceful and you wouldn't be resourceful were you not pushing yourself through that. So I, I, I enjoy martial arts and I used to do a lot of it. Uh, and if you spar with someone who's a higher grade than you, 
especially if it's like on the mat and rolling around, uh, and you're in positions which are really challenging, it will force you to do some innovative, might we say, manoeuvres to get out of that situation. Some of them might be uh, slightly disruptive, if you like. I think Evander Holyfield used a, an, an ear-biting strategy, but, but if you put yourself in uh, positions of pressure without breaking yourself, linked to the last two points, it will force you to be resourceful. You'll come up with new tools, techniques, tactics, strategies. And then, like I said, linking to everything is once you've grown the sphere of your thinking, you can't ungrow it and therefore you have a new, normal, easy and comfortable. So I hope you've enjoyed this live feed and video podcast. I'm going to be doing a question and answer session if you want to follow up on me with this at the Disruptive Entrepreneurs Community. So if you just search uh, Disruptive Entrepreneurs Community, on Facebook in the search feed, you'll find us. It's a private group just for the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcasts. So you'll need to request a join. Come and join us there and we'll carry on the discussion, the debate, and I'll answer any questions you have. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.